Hello, everyone. I need to need to uh, talk about something today that I've been, uh, well, actually thinking about for quite some time, and I thought I'd let everybody know. Uh, the supply chain. Now, I was a trucker. I have been for over 45 years, so I have some contacts within that community and that industry that are telling me that the industry itself is going to take a big hit after the first of the year. That is, if this mandate is upheld by either the Supreme Court or the the courts at large. So the problem is truckers right now, there are, is a need right now for trucking. They need 72,000 truckers right now just to break even. Now, the reason we have a, one of the reasons we have a shortage is there's a lot of them retiring. I know when I was in the business, I started when I was 50, let's see, started when I was 23, well, actually 18. I was driving a truck then, but started working for UPS, uh, go down the list. I've driven just about every truck there is. Uh, when I was, when my last, my last stint was with uh, FedEx Freight. And when I started, I think I was 55 and that was the average age. That was the average age. That was six years ago. So most of the, most of these guys who were at that age at that particular time are looking at retirement right now. And that being one of the most regulated industries in the country, it, it's pathetic how, how regulated it is. A lot of people are looking to get out. There's a lot of downside to being a trucker right now. And it's not just the hours and the work environment. It's the government regulations and stuff you have to abide by. So trucking is going to take a hit. It's going to take a, hit, a big hit and it may logistically, you know, logistics. Uh, my wife is actually in logistics. She can't, she can't find anything right now. She's having trouble getting anything. They're putting off shipments till or after the first of the year, stuff that you, you get in a couple of weeks is now being put off till possibly March or April of next year. Uh, computer parts, anything like that, anything in the IT business, uh, retail, I've talked to people there. Uh, they're looking at their long-term uh, shipments that they're expecting, and it's way out there. So what I'm, what I'm saying is, if I were you, and uh, this is going to be a dark winter, uh, I'm not a gloom and doom kind of guy for the most part. I don't think it's going to be, I don't, I don't think it's going to be the end of the world, put it that way. But if you're like me, I don't like standing in long lines. I don't like going to Walmart. I don't like going to any retailer, uh, even ordering things on Amazon is going to become an issue because of the shortages and the supply chain, because in essence, and I've, I've said this many times and it's, it's a great line. If you got it, a truck brought it. So now we have trucks right now. They're going up and down the highway. You, you can't miss them when you're going up and down the highway. They're everywhere. But let's say there's a shortage of ball bearings. Let's say there's a shortage of uh, grease. Our um, trucks today, because of the environmental rules, have a system on them that's called a diesel exhaust system. And uh, it, it, it's DEF is what it, it, it stands for, diesel exhaust. Uh, I can't remember what the F stands for. But anyway, what it does is it, it uh, takes any of the unused fuel and redistributes it back through the engine 
and uh, it's required. It's required. It actually requires that you put another type of liquid in this uh, diesel exhaust uh, uh, system. It what it does is it burns at a high uh, high temperature. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is these things break down all the time, and they're breaking down right now quite a bit. And from what I'm hearing from the industry, they're giving, and that's required by uh, uh, the EPA that these things be on these trucks. And you can't run them without it. So there were trucks grandfathered in years ago, but those are usually run, you know, worn out at this point. So they're, they can't get parts for them. So they're giving, they're giving uh, uh, truck drivers exemptions right now for their exhaust. So that's how interested they are in the environment. They're not. It's all, it's all a joke and it's all about big money. But at the end of the day, you don't want to be caught without food at your home. I know a lot of people operate week to week and that's great. And if you can afford it, go out and stock up, have an extra month's food in your home. And I'm talking about, you know, you can buy generic too. You don't have to buy the great stuff and, and make it, make it where it's not perishable things. I mean, like, um, cans of canned goods, beans, rice, oil, spices. You can even buy that, um, survival food that you mix with water i've got a couple of those we've got several months here at the house uh, but the thing is i think you really should do that because it's going to get worse um, and not only do we have a shortage of trucks if the trucks break down like i said the parts are made in china which are going to be sitting in a container off the coast of long beach or la and it's going to take forever to get back you know, to, to make its way through. Now, if they do go ahead and, and, uh, this mandate is not shot down there, you're going to see a lot of truck drivers quit. I, I saw an article the other day, uh, somebody in the industry was saying he's looking anywhere between 30 and 40% of his employees will quit. If this mandate is, uh, uh, put in place, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of trucks. That's a lot of freight being moved by that many people. I think there's 2 million truckers in the country, you lose 30% of them, you're going to see shortages all over the country. Uh, you're already seeing them today. I mean, if you go into to Walmart and look around, there are shelves that are empty. They're waiting for stock to come in. And will it come in? I don't know. I guess eventually it will. But at the, at the moment, I mean, it, it could it could get bad. I'm not saying I don't, I, I'm not big on panic buying that kind of thing. I'm just saying next time you're at the grocery store, spend another 10 bucks, buy some, you know, canned goods, maybe some, uh, pasta, whatever, uh, ketchup, something that you can, you can store and will stay good for quite a long time because I don't see this. I, I almost sure this is going to happen at least some places around the country. And it'll probably happen in your own community. Look what happened when, when people start buying up uh, toilet paper. I mean, and that's toilet paper. Imagine if it's food this time that they're saying they're short on. It'll, it'll be, you don't want to be involved in that mess at the store. You'd rather sit back and watch it happen as to be in, involved in it. So uh, it's going to get worse. It's, it, and, and here's the other thing. Student loan, the student loan moratorium ends January 30th. See, for the last two years, no one's been paying on their student loans. So we're going to have, we're people are going to have issues. 
they're going to have, they've got less money right now because the, what is it, inflation rate's running about 8% is what the Fed's saying. Now, if you listen to MSNBC or one of those idiots uh, stations, CNN, they'll tell you that that's a silver lining. The silver lining of inflation is that wages rise. Yeah, the problem is they don't rise as fast as inflation does. So do the math. If I get a 3% raise and inflation's running at 9%, I just lost 6% right off the bat. So these guys are morons. So don't listen to that. There is no silver lining to this. And then we just, we just, uh, we're going to spend a trillion dollars on uh, pork barrel spending. You think that's not going to hurt your, uh, your, your dollars that you have at home? Of course it is. So the shard is going to get worse. Inflation is going to be here through February. This is what Citicorp's saying. And Citicorp, they're the ones that want you to feel good about your money and go out and spend it. They're saying that inflation is going to continue on until February. So that's, so that's three months from now. And they're usually wrong, so let's double that. Now, Yellen, Yellen from the, the Fed chair, she's saying it'll be April and May before this thing all gets straightened out. I don't know that that's going to happen. But you've got you've got a real mess and and i don't see biden doing anything about it he thinks it's he thinks it's funny he does he's that whole administration doesn't know what they're doing and we're all gonna we're all gonna suffer they don't care they don't care they've got lots of money they don't care do they if 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 beef increases 25 cents a, a pound they don't care they're rich they don't care the rich don't care this will hurt the lower class more than anybody it'll affect people who are on food stamps because your money won't be worth as much but I would just recommend that you be a little more frugal on what you buy and don't impulse buy. And the best way to do it is make a list before you go. I've found that it's easier to make a list, go online. I don't like shopping at Walmart either, but most grocery stores will at least uh, uh, have a pickup service for you. Order it online. Go pick it up. That saves taking the kids in. They want to buy this and that and that cereal. I mean, you pay five dollars for a uh, uh, a box of cereal and the kid doesn't like it that's five dollars you could have spent on something else it's just my thought on it um you know we're this this survival food is a good idea too just for the record and it's not that expensive i think i've got three months worth here for two people that's two thousand calories a day for three months i think it cost me 150 dollars. i think it's a little higher now um, because there's, you know, naturally inflation and, you know, their uh, stocks are, are dwindling. So it naturally becomes more expensive. But, uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, you're, you're going to see it get worse as the winter goes on. I, I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say it's not a bad idea to have maybe a few more gallons of gasoline in your, in your, you know, in your garage or you know, out back in the shed, but possibly have a, you know, if you can afford it, a, you know, a generator of some kind, maybe a kerosene heater. You never know what's going to happen. And I think this winter is going to be bad. I do. I don't like saying that. And I, it's this, again, this is not gloom and doom. It's just not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. If you don't do it, doesn't mean you're going to die, but it'll make it a lot handier if you do do it. So, uh, uh, I highly recommend stocking up over the next few weeks, maybe the next month, uh, before winter actually starts. Christmas is going to be a little bit weird this year, I think, because 
consumer confidence is down. I, I think the retail market's going to take a pretty big hit this year. We will see. We will see. But uh, that's my prediction. Uh, a lot of it's going to be done online. The brick and mortars are going to suffer quite a bit, even without the mask mandates and the uh, lockdowns. I think people are going to. I think people are going to be a little more frugal, because if you see the polls here lately, about seventy percent of the uh, population in the United States thinks we are on the wrong track. You know, the Biden administration is taking us down the wrong road, and that's never good. Uh, that hurts retail. It always does. There's not much you can do about it until we get somebody in there who knows what they're doing and at least acts like he cares. Uh, Biden, he's he just he's dismissing these problems like they're going to be taken care of. Yeah, you know, he said he was talking about his uh, his approval rating, which is around 37 to 38 percent. And that's on skewed polls. That means that they asked more Democrats than they did Republicans. So you can imagine his actual poll rating is probably three to four points lower than that, I would say. So he's probably polling in the low 30s, maybe the mid 30s. That's not good for a president. And his answer to that, instead of saying, you know, I'm going to do better or, you know, we're working on it. He said, well, Obama was, that's about how bad Obama was at this point. <laughs> I tell you, you talk about a president that doesn't care. You're looking at one right there, folks. Uh, he, his, he doesn't have any idea how this, this uh, supply chain is going to be solved. He, he's not offering any ideas on that whatsoever. Uh, all he can talk about is this uh, vaccine mandate, which I'm going to do another uh, segment on uh, COVID-19 and the vaccine and all these uh, this crazy stuff. Because I'm telling you, this is endemic. It's going to be here forever. We're going to have this every year, just like the flu. It's not going to be as severe and it's probably not going to be as deadly. But we're all going to get it. I've had it. My wife's had it. Um, you know, we survived. Um, my biggest, my biggest uh, advice is to stay healthy. And I know that's easy to say, but I mean, eating right, not winning, you know, not being morbidly obese would probably be a good idea. There, there are other issues, and we'll I'll discuss them in a, a, another segment. But uh, for now, I would just suggest that if you've got the extra money uh, to uh, invest that in yourself and your family so that you don't go hungry this 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 uh, winter uh, i think that would be advisable because what's the worst that could happen what's the worst that could happen i could be dead wrong and everything's just fine all winter and no problem at all you just eat it later okay because it's not perishable so anyway that's all i got right now and uh we will talk again soon and always remember let's go brandon